Imagine yourself as one of the crew of this faster-than-light spaceship of the future, sharing their curiosity to know the unknown, their tension, their readiness for inconceivable adventures. Baffling questions, astounding questions, that not even the world's greatest scientific minds can answer. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. You are listening to Geeky Brummy. Hello, and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. Joining me this week, Mr. Lee Price. Hello. He's actually returned. I know. Worrying. I mean, like, he's in the gutter with the rest of us, though, John. He's the worst. Like, he's the he's the bad influence on the show. Like, he, he's come on this show, and it's become... It, it, it's, it's, you know, our minds are in it's the gutter. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> You're a bad influence, Lee. Yes. Also awaking a welcome return, Mr. Philip Ellis. Hi, guys. It's been like, what, three weeks? I just needed to give you a chance to miss me. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be missing you. I haven't seen you all summer, and I still don't. Bye, 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 bye. Is this how something? it's going to be again? <laughs> the fake sound of a fetus. Can I, can I just let it be known that I did not say anything? <laughs> There is just so much antagonism and animosity in this room. I feel like I need to burn some sage. I just had to get the first hit in. I mean, to be honest with you, Phil, I'm kind of glad you're back because it takes some of the heat off me, so. <laughs> it's like scrappy dude. <laughs> just never stops. The child is back behind the desk. Hi, Callan. Hi, Ryan. Which farmer outfit are you wearing today? There is nothing wrong with my outfit. He's wearing a choice. pair of hideous baggy jeans. They're not baggy jeans. They are regular fit jeans. Boot, boots that would be worn by a singer-songwriter at Lilith Fair in 1999. <laughs> yes. I believe we agreed that he was going to be packaged with a combine harvester this week. Yeah. Okay, next week I'm going to come with a completely different outfit. But like, Which will be a polo shirt and a pair of jeans and some yeah, brown boots. still look like a clown. <laughs> I'll wear black boots next week. Um, can I just ask though, you're wearing a polo shirt now. You would expect it's like a Ralph Lauren logo, Tommy Hilfiger. I've never seen this, Callum. What is it? It's a, it's a sausage dog. What make is this? Um, I can't remember, but I bought it in Italy like two years ago, I think. From the Sausage Dog Emporium. From I can't what? remember. It was some like it was some like shop, and they just I, had nice stuff in there. And I was just I like, I feel oh, like I you guess. bought this from a street market. No. Like, oh, this is Ralph Lauren, and you're like, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. I'm just about like, hang on a minute, this is a Wait. dog. Now I'm just imagining the Ralph Lauren logo, but it's a polo player can, riding a dachshund. Can I, can, I, can I finish the introductions before we start berating Callan for his dress sense oh, even more? Oh, Ryan, but this is what this podcast he is. is. started it. Hi, Guy. You already introduced yourself. <laughs> well, you know... When you're trying to rise to the top, you sometimes got to take over, aren't you? And being very thoughtful and lovely. It's Mr. Keith Greenfield. Hello. I would say he's being very sexy. It's quiet and reserved. I just bide my time. <laughs> Wait for the right moment. So, <laughs> what have we all been up to this week? Callan. I don't remember. I found a job in a building <laughs> and then I thought it was on fire. <laughs> and then I ran and told somebody and they said I was silly. That's what happened to Callan this week. What? Last week. <laughs> to fill fill in, last Here week, we Callan found a joystick sticking out of his building on the way to university. No, 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 wait. Found a joystick sticking out the building lit on the way to university. Thought it was an exposed electrical cable and called the building manager to come and sort it out in case the building I didn't down. call him. I saw him and just Ran happened to him. tell him. What's a joystick? Like Lassie the dog. Incensed. Incensed. Oh, 
Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of white, so it had like, it resembled like. You thought it was plastic burning off the innocent No, 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 no. I thought it was the inside. I thought I saw the plastic, and then I thought it was the actual inside cabling that had just. Was stuck out the end. So you thought somebody Funny. stood there, like pulling the ca- the the the, ca- the plastic off the cable for fun? No, I didn't sit there and question why there was a, like <laughs> well, a random. Should have because then you would have realised it was a joystick. I wasn't. Ga- I, I'm sorry if if it had been an electrical cable and I'd have got electrocuted and I'd have come in and you said, "Don't I touch, touch it." <laughs> Do not touch hilarious. the cable. If I'd have come in and said I got electrocuted because I wanted to check it was an electrical cable, you'd have all said, well, that was stupid. Why did you do that? Well, that's why I the, kept the distance The incense from it. burning should have given you a clue that this wasn't a normal electric... It wasn't electric- a very good incense. It I wasn't mean, like, so strong. I mean, we've already, obviously, we've already spoken about this last week. It's good to bring it up again because it reiterates to the audience that you're a fool. But, I mean, like, at the end of the day, Callum, there's no way that you would have... Either, whatever happened, even if it was hypothetical or genuine what happened, there's no way you come out of this story not being an idiot. So... <laughs> So oh, what have you been up to true. this week? I'm trying to cut my I'm trying to cut my losses with this story. <laughs> Except dressing for a festival and wearing a band. There is, there is nothing wrong with this outfit. There is seriously nothing wrong with this outfit. It's just, if you're attending a festival, <laughs> <laughs> modern modern millennials. Right. Okay, I don't like skinny jeans because they're not comfortable. They are not comfortable. Say I don't like skinny girls. Then <laughs> when, when did fashion ever have anything to do with comfortable? No, good fashion can be comfortable and stylish. If you're dressing for comfort, you've given up on life. I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's Hang my on. problem. Here's a question. Are those, tra- are those trousers elasticated? No, the they're top? not. Thank God. That's, they're that's not. good. Oh, are they held together they're with nice. a bit they're, of string? They're, they're, Tommy Hil- they're Tommy Hilfiger. They're nice. I think they're Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, I don't know, Callum. Yeah, are, Tommy they to- are they Tommy uh, Gilfiger? Did <laughs> you buy them for me at least? Hilfinger. Timmy Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> So what have you done then this week? What have you actually done? Because so far we've just reiterated that you're a fool and you got mugged off on a polo shirt. Which, like, to be fair, we could do that anyway. So what did you do? What have you done this week? Apart from getting a bit too drunk and almost blacking out at McDonald's, not a whole lot, to be honest. That's the story I want to hear about. Finally, some relatable content. (laughs) (laughs) So, explain. Well... I had a few... Well, we went to a pub quiz. So we have, like, a tradition of, like, pub quiz Thursdays. Okay. Okay, now I go to a pub quiz, but I don't get loaded at a pub quiz. It's a pub quiz. I don't usually get loaded at a pub quiz, but usually we have... The whole point of a pub quiz is you stay pretty sharp. No, you don't. One pint gets you into the mood for a pub quiz, and then you just keep at that level. Well, no, no, no. You have a couple pints, and then you're in a good mood of, like, being a bit... A tiny bit merry, not too much. And then you fail the pub quiz? Yeah, we lose anyway. We lose anyway. We're Oh, we're terrible at pub quizzes. Coward. Language, Timothy. Can I can I just say though, on that note, um, I I go I joined I'm on a pub quiz team, and I was in toilets last week, and somebody turned around in the toilets. I heard them. I was in keeping. They were like, "Oh, Girth Mastanima." Don't ask me about the name. Uh, what? I don't know. Who's Girth... he? An extra from Toast of London here? Girth Mastanima. Girth Mastanima. They win every week, and I burst out to him. I was like, "Yes, because we're." Ethane Ace, that's why, and then just blasted out the toilets. I just washed my hands quickly as well, just make sure that you know was there. Again, but it was just... your image in your head makes it sound so much better than what I can imagine reality was, where they just went. Yeah. Well, no, do you know what though? Because he was at the Urinal, I really felt like going like we're F and A something, shoving him into the Urinal, so it's kind of like you're a loser and you like yourself. I didn't because that would have been wrong. But I felt like at the time. You're... Kind of the worst. I feel like you should have done one yeah, of those. Like, I feel like you should have done one of those gestures where you like bang your legs like right by your like. 
I don't know what that's I called. Don't, I don't feel I need to, Callum, because I win pub quizzes. You don't. <laughs> you know what? He'd have fitted in with the Heathers. Yes. Yes. Yes, he would. The Heathers? Oh. Yes. The Heathers. Who? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see you being a Heather. Yeah. With the croquet mallet. Yeah. yeah. I can completely agree. All right, Callum, back to your story. And now after we talked about my glorious winning. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Basically, we are we're just terrible at pub quizzes, so we don't take it too seriously. Like, you need to get better, then, don't you? When, literally, we lost to some first years the other week. <laughs> I mean, if you're first a team, years, I can understand that, yeah. But like, we're we're two, three years older than they are. Like, they're little children. So, were, yeah, were the questions make... on like Barney the dinosaur? <laughs> it doesn't and... make you any smarter because you are the man who saw Jostic and Panic. So carry on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we don't take it seriously. We had a few drinks. Um, then we were like, hey, let's go to Mother Spoons. Have a few more drinks. Typical student. We're all right, so we're all right. Did, did any of you pay by check? No. <laughs> Does anyone know what check is? I don't know. what. Who who still uses checks, though? Students. It should bring back checks, actually. I like checks. Checks are cool. <sighs> Carry on. Anyway, so yeah, and then, and then we were like, okay, we're going to go to McDonald's. Let's just have a few more drinks. What, a McDonald's? But like, <laughs> a few buds at like, McDonald's. We had... Oh, we, it was. I don't know what it was called, but it was like this, like weird stuff that he had, like a what, like alcohol. A, yes, but it was some like it was some like you know when you like do like home brews and stuff where it's so basically it was some guy's urine. Then yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, mm. anyway, so I had that and I was like, oh, okay, this is good, this is good, this is all right. So I had a bit more. Got into the queue at McDonald's, put my order in, and then like everything just went white. Oh my god, someone gave Callan a roofie. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> Somebody who's a fan maybe, of this show, obviously. Yeah, maybe somebody who's attracted to farmers. Oh, God. So your story is you you got drunk, basically. Yeah, but I was like almost falling over, and then I was like, it was like really awkward. Because then like some woman. Yeah, enough, you know enough, enough time. Enough time some on you now. Let's woman. move on. Let's wow, move on. Let's leave enough it on that time. Note. Some woman. Lee. Wow. <laughs> Callan got drunk. Lee, what have you been up to? Um, well, he went to McDonald's and he passed out. <laughs> he, he, he roofied Callan. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was in the gutter. <laughs> Sadly, um, I do not drink, so I do not have a uh, drunk story to tell. Um, in fact, I don't really have. Um, particularly exciting week this week um but one thing that does bring to mind this week was it's going to start off very boring because i was at at the post office getting some stuff that i need for a package i'm sending and as i'm walking down the street i hear this guy behind me talking on his phone and then just suddenly i just hear the names of sex toys ice. what ice. <laughs> and i don't know what the co- context of the conversation was but i just <laughs> How did you know they were names of sex toys? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess well. Is it like specific make and model? Not or? a specific make and model. I mean, like types of sex toys. Right. I don't know if I can say that on this show. The, the species, not the actual. Yes. Yeah. Not, not the genus. You can describe the toys in a in a non sweary way. Yes. Okay. So we'll say he's described. Um, Does it vibrate? A rubber phallus. One of them could vibrate. One of them was, in fact, that. <laughs> the kind that you attach to yourself was one of them. Do we know sizing? Like, no, it was literally just like the item, and then he said the other item, and it was like just a checklist of sex toys. And I'm like, maybe he was placing an order. 
I just I love mean, how Keith's just run away. Was there, uh, <laughs> was there any mention of a double ender? Uh, sadly, no. He walked off around that point, but I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that was That's the next one. That's when he got too hot and heavy. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine putting the order in for the pawn shop, though? <laughs> Did you Can even... I have four of these, two of these, well, part, part, and just throw in one of those as well? Part we always... of me does suspect that he might have actually worked for one. Yeah. And like he he was just placing an order as he was walking. Oh, did you did job. you go and talk to him afterwards? Did you like try to follow up on this story? Oh hi mate, what, just wanted to know <laughs> what, right. what kind of party are you having? Yeah. Like, no Can talent, I get invited? Why would he talk yeah. to him? Jesus. That's the kind of situation where I'm like, I'm probably not going to talk to that guy <laughs> ever again. Ever again. I just now want to set up a bicycle delivery firm called Horny House, where people ring up with order sex toys, and somebody turns up on a bike with them in a in a rucksack on the back of the bike. <laughs> this, this, this one didn't fit in the bag properly, so it had to stick out a little bit. Complimentary loop, kind of steadily dragging it out over a period of. Can you imagine handing over the tip though? Oh, oh. well, it makes that's grim. I mean, what sort of emergency would you have where you'd need that, like, biked out there and then, <laughs> like Uber Eats? <laughs> you could have been at a pub quiz, had too many drinks, passed out at McDonald's, like, you, you know find yourself in a bizarre yeah, situation. Home. It's like, yeah. Do you know what I need? Right now. <laughs> I need it to live in 30 minutes or less. That's the window. Well, Amazon Prime now is available. <laughs> Amazon Prime in a real good time, yeah. Delivered by drone. <laughs> <laughs> Discreet packaging. Yeah. <laughs> just a drone flies in with lights flashing. <laughs> <laughs> the packaging is discreet. The delivery method is yes. <sighs> Moving along, Keith. What have you been up to this week? I haven't been in a pub quiz. You're looking at me. On I haven't been. I haven't been me. listening to people ordering sex toys. Um, I've I've not been to sex. any farming. No sex. No farming. Oh, that's disappointing. No sex a week. No, I haven't traded <laughs> anything in at all. Uh, I, I've mostly a lot of work. I saw you building a cardboard ship. I, yeah, there was a cardboard what? ship and then there were some underwater animations, which we, we made at a, a stately home in Birmingham for a, a Fun Palace. So, Keith Bloomfield's Fun Palace. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy on the phone. I, I would check into that. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been um, aggressively pursuing my uh, Milestones in Destiny. Joined a clan this week as well, which is quite nice. I got How me, is Destiny? I got me, I'm enjoying it. She good? It's very good. It's very good. It's, it it's keeps delivering at the moment. I'm still grinding away. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying that. Catching up on a few TV shows, like on Netflix, Disenchanted. Anything uh, in particular? Iron Fist, Disenchanted. Started Some... watching uh, Catching Up with a Good Life. Final Space. I did Final Space ages ago uh, when it first came out. Good Life. Um, Do you mean The Good Place? Oh yeah, wasn't the good life sitcom in the seventies? I did watch that in the seventies, bizarrely enough. Yeah, the good place. Penelope Keith and yeah. Richard Briers. Yeah, the wonderfully voiced Richard Briers. And uh, I can't remember who the other two were. Linda Neighbours. Penelope Keith was. Yeah. Oh, and um, Felicity Kendall. Felicity Kendall. That's it. Yeah. Penelope Keith was one of the neighbours, and everyone. She was the name. Everyone yeah. forgets the name of the guy. Oh, was it Penelope Wilton? No. No. It was Penelope Keith. Okay. Yeah. And Felicity Kendall. Yeah. I had a thing for Felicity Kendall. Oh, okay. She's like as sexy as Zoe Wanamaker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but all I can think of is watching The Good Place is going, yeah, I don't really want to go there. But I'm quite happy anyway because I've got a signed edition of The um, Good Omens, which has Ooh. had a trailer out this week, from Terry and Neil that says, uh, we'll, we'll keep a place for you at the bar. 
uh, in hell, which is quite nice. So I know that I, you know when when it all comes to the end, I've got a, I've got a space at the bar between Terry and Neil, so that'd if, be quite cool. If I don't get to sit at the bar in hell, I will be wanting to speak to the manager. <laughs> I feel like I've earned that by now. I would Have like you seen speak. my content? Hello. <laughs> I would like to speak to Satan, please. I should <laughs> be running this place. Phil, Phil will get there, and you'll be like, right. No, Phil will be taking a He's selfie outside with Cerebus. <laughs> like, Isn't he cute? <laughs> He's so fluffy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to have a great afterlife. Could you imagine, though, your Cerebus there, three different dog heads, three different dog styles, shades on one, little wig on another one, party hair on the third? Yes. I want sunglasses on at least one of them. Yeah. Or um, I, we can do the, the three monkeys, and one of them can be like covering his <laughs> eyes, and one can be covering his nose, and one can be covering his ears, and it's just oh, it's going to be adorable. I, I don't know why that. <laughs> Someone else talk now. <laughs> You've already told us about your pub quiz. Right, I get other stuff. Uh, 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 arrogant uh, uh, all the time. You know, he right? only goes to one pub quiz a week, and then just stays in and complains the rest of the week. How many uh, eBay and Discog orders have you not paid for yet? This week? <laughs> How many bad Discog review? Disc is it Discog? Lots, Callan, because lots, because people are mean. Any any falling over? Nope. Any arguments in shops? Probably. Any, any getting wound up at random people in the street that have actually done yeah, nothing definitely. wrong? Being mistaken for staff in HMV? No. <laughs> See, there we go. We summarised your yeah, week for you. Last week. Anything, Actually, anything interesting? No, but I, I went to the toilet and I retrieved. Oh, well, I... how many of your stories begin that way? <laughs> you, you know, yeah. like drunk uh, fun Bobby on Friends. <laughs> Every story starts with "I was drunk with guy." It's I was in the loo. <laughs> so it's because he spent so much time there. You I've stole been, a poster. Been to the toilet at Birmingham City University. You haven't just stolen that um, from the toilet. The poster in there made me chuckle about how in depth it is about washing your hands when you're in there. So please maintain good basic hygiene by washing your hands frequently. Fair, but there's like a lot of steps about washing your hands on here. Step one: wet hands with water. Okay. Step two: apply enough soap to cover all hand surfaces. Step three: rub hands palm to palm. Step four, rub back of each hand with palm and each other hand with fingers interlaced. Interlaced? Like, is that like... Yeah, oh, like between that, fingers. Yeah, yeah, between fingers. Uh, step five, rub <laughs> palm to palm with fingers interlaced. I'm getting a bit turned on now, to be honest with you. Um, step six, rub with back of fingers to opposing palms with fingers interlocked. What? <laughs> I think like like like, oh. like 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 you're shaking someone's like you may actually shake someone's hand and are then you they accidentally grip like Callum, hand. are they doing surgery at this university? <laughs> uh, step seven: rub each thumb clasped in the opposite hand using a rotational movement. <laughs> step eight: rub tips of fingers in opposite palms in a circular motion. Who needs eight steps to know how to wash their hands? Step nine, rub each wrist with opposite hand. Step ten, rinse hands with water. Step eleven, use the drying facilities provided. Oh, so it doesn't tell me to dry between my fingertips and give me a detail of how to dry them. See, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking if you could put a nice EDM track behind it, Guy does the vocals, <laughs> Phil does a video on a green screen with a psychedelic background, it's next year's summer European blockbuster. Everybody's going to be doing the wash your hands on, do on the floor. the wash hands frequently. <laughs> what I'm thinking... Wet hands with water. Doof, doof. 
Rub what? palms together in a circular motion. <laughs> my my problem with this then is... Then put your left leg in, your left leg out. Kentucky Fried Chicken and a pizza shop. It doesn't actually tell you how much soap to put on. It just sells cover. But like, uh, it I says, know it's Callan, actually. It tells you to apply, use... apply enough soap to cover hand surfaces. But do I want, like, a thin layer covering all my hand surfaces or a thick layer? Like, how much soap do I need? I just says enough soap. Now, as a small boy, you only have small boy hands, so you don't have to cover that much area. Like it doesn't say what happens if, if you doubt, apply it to wood. If in doubt, use too much. Become one with soap. I mean, like, the, ugh, this is a lot of instructions for washing your hands, right? Like, what? how long do they expect Well, I don't know to... how you wash your hands, Guy, but we all do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been in many a public convenience, and we need posters for this on how to actually use the bit before you get to washing <laughs> your hands. Because there's a lot of people who don't know to shoot for the basin. Now, what we need... Is someone that stands in bathrooms that gestures you... We don't you... need bog trolls. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that gestures you... No spray, no lay. <laughs> lollipop? <laughs> who, who takes the lollipop from the toilet, man? I do. Oh, I do. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants a chopper chop from a public toilet? I would take one. They're still in the package. Of course they're you would. Oh, man, <laughs> there is fecal matter all over everything. <laughs> And even if you're holding the, the handle is eyes, still in your ears. The handle is like still exposed. <laughs> I've seen enough paper newspaper stories to realise quite a few people like to ha- take a bit of a chubba chub <laughs> in the um, public toilets. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, 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 that's called cottaging, and that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting off topic. Can we stop talking about toilets now? So that was like, please, that, please, I beg you. So this 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 particular public service announcement's been the highlight of my week. Can you go put that back in a minute now before I get complained at for that going missing? Why? Who, oh, sorry. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna go to the toilet? Do you know who's been robbing toilet sites? It's gotta be that Callandanes again, because he quite clearly loves robbing instructions. This time next week, we'll be recording in somewhere else because we won't be allowed to record it. Again. We do want to avoid an outbreak of salmonella at the university. Yes. It gets to something if students need to be told how to wash their hands. It's like basic hygiene that of a state that 18-year-olds need to come and taught how to clean themselves. See, I think most students are actually pretty good because most students I see do wash their hands. I think this <laughs> whoa, is whoa, just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you, you the bog troll? Are you there with a handful of chipper chips in the university toilets <laughs> with, a, with a can of Umbro-X? I'm, I'm, I'm the one selling the aftershave, yeah. Moving along. <laughs> So this week, I've been re-watching Doctor Who. Oh, I've got to care about what Ryan's talking about. <laughs> How far back? I've gone back to the Eccleston era. Ooh, I just thought it's cut. worth having a re-watch. Wait, so you watched all ten seasons in one week? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay. halfway through the first season of Eccleston. Oh, okay, fair well, enough. Well, the only season of Eccleston. Well, I just thought it was worth revisiting. <laughs> and then I realised how much I hated Rose's mother. Rose... No. Rose's mother is irritating, but Rose is terrible. No. Oh, she's so irritating. No. She is. Rose's boyfriend is irritating. Oh, he gets better uh, in Mickey. He gets yeah. better in season two. I'd say he gets better in season irritating. two. <laughs> yes. I'd say in season two when he actually develops like some personality. A personality. Yeah. Yes. And stops just being her boyfriend that is Useless. Secretly like lusting after another man anyway, so Doesn't he end up with Martha? Yes, think, somehow, yes. somehow. That, that, it was, was it, wasn't, was it, was that the, the big ending of the Tenant era when they basically, 
he just started writing fan fiction about how every character I think, ends up. Yeah. I think that was the end of season four, but I might be mistaken. I think that's when Russell that. T. Davis is basically told, you're leaving now. So he yeah. went, fine. So he's like, right, well, I'm taking all my toys with me. Yes. <laughs> you have nobody left except the Doctor, and that's it. Suppose you're best then. Phil, what have you been up to this week? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I um, did this, I did that, I did that. I paid 15 what? euros for a coffee in Italy. I paid 15 euros for a fake polo shirt in Italy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I well, I, so firstly, I went to the opening of a new bar in town, um, be it one in Brindley Place. Had an evening of free old fashions, which was quite nice. Um, then I flew to Venice for the weekend and um, just wandered around, took a load of selfies, ate a load of amazing food, drank some Aperol. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Why Venice? Why not? Does it? <laughs> I just, I just, I just really, I've always wanted to go. Um, and I basically, I had a few beers about a month ago, and I came home from the pub and I booked flights. Does it really smell of sewer and like bodily fluids? No, <laughs> that's your flat. No, it, it, I, I don't know if it's because it was like, oh, well, I mean, it, well, it was. Alan's flat smells of joystick. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know. He can't tell. Oh my god, I just laugh like my dad. <laughs> anyway, sorry about um, yeah, so uh, uh, short answer is no, it, it doesn't. It smells perfectly fine. Um, and I mean, honestly, you know, ha- have to say it, Birmingham actually has more canals than mm-hmm. Venice. Not so, a lot to do, is so, it? <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and, and you can walk through. I mean, if, well, walking through Birmingham, you're more likely to smell, uh, you know, yeah, the, the Did you have a, than, than, than the ish. Did you have a gondoloid? Um, I didn't. I just um, I saw because they are so expensive. So I just found one moored up unattended. So I just sort of popped on it, took a selfie, and then popped off. Ah. <laughs> what was the thing about getting? Was it crisps while you were looking at a menu before you? Actually it's amazing. Ordered? So I just I was I was I would sit down and order a drink, and they just give you a little bowl of crisps. So that was, it was yeah. It was, you know it was they brilliant. add that onto the bill, right? So that's why coffee costs fifteen quid. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh no no no! Oh no! A glass of wine was like three euros because I was staying in the um, like the university district. I ate pizza the whole time I was there. Did you find an Italian Callan while you were there? Was there a was there a Venetian boy dressed like a farmer in the university district? Oh, that's what I was like. What do you mean an Italian Callan? An mean, Italian that, Callan. I mean, if that's what Phil went on holiday for, then so be it. If, I, if that's what I went on holiday for, kill was me. it from Phil that roofied me in the McDonald's? Phil's got more taste. Oh, thank you. He'd pick a better restaurant. If I had to jump <laughs> to my own defence there about roofing someone in McDonald's, I would leave this show. <laughs> I know that my brand can sometimes get a little bit tarnished, but I, I could. I, least, I feel like there's no coming back from that. Needs at least one Michelin star for the roofies to come out. <laughs> Focus on quality. <laughs> Let's get weird. Let's get weird. It's weird news. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I picked two stories for us all this week, and they were on an animal theme. Well, that's good, because Callan just sounded like a chimp when he laughed, so... <laughs> I was thinking more like a macaw. A what? what that means. It's, it's a, a bird. Is it? No Fun- wonder you do terrible in pub quizzes. <laughs> what kind of bird is a macaw? Everybody else in the room is going, <laughs> parrot. Sorry, <laughs> language. <laughs> oh, can you can play win pub quizzes? Can, can we is go? that a biscuit? Can we get on with the news? So from the moscowtimes.com. Oh, God. Russian judge clears cat of responsibility for electricity bill debt. <laughs> and from kiloland.com. Sorry. What? Kiloland. Kiloland.com. That just sounds like it's about drugs. Which is the Kiloland Media Group. Man saves squirrel with CPR. Oh. 
that's nice. That's yeah. wholesome. I've seen that video. <laughs> is, he, is it the fact it's Kilo Land? Is he a large man? I don't know. What, Kilo like, with an E. Is that like plus size news? I thought maybe, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have us in this video because there's one, there's like a sudden geezer, and it's either a squirrel or a chipmunk or something. He's giving the. Mm-hmm. So wait, CPR. is the guy obese though, or is the chipmunk obese? Nobody's what obese in this story. Like, I'm obese, let's stick with that. So this is by a WCCO apparently. That what? is that the name of the reporter. What, that, that's why it says that, that's the byline is WCCO. Body cameras from a Twin Cities police department captured officers giving high fives to a young driver after he appeared to successfully give CPR to a stunned squirrel. How did the squirrel get stunned? It went to see a star is born. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was disappointed po- by how overhyped that movie is. <laughs> Okay, let's vi- get back to the story. The video was posted Thursday afternoon by the Brooklyn P- Park Police Department on their Facebook page. In an hour of posting it, already amassed was it thousands of views and hundreds of shares. Police said the officers were on routine patrol on September the 25th when they saw a young man bent down near the curb on six. <laughs> Sleep story at that. Yeah. On the 6,500 block of Hampshire Avenue. They stopped and got out of their squad car. As they approached, the officer saw the young man, identified in the video as Good Samaritan, touching a belly-up squirrel with a gloved hand, pressing a finger on its chest. That sounds like saying more dodgy was a foot, to be honest with you. I don't like something... Yeah. something that sounded fine until gloved hand. Yeah, like... That's when it got sinister. Is he, he giving... want to leave prints behind. <laughs> is he giving it CPR, one of the officers says, before answering his own question? Is I think he... he is. What did he think he was doing to it? <laughs> Or is it a case of he was doing something a little less toward, and then it, as soon as he saw that the feds were there, he was like, "Oh, um, yeah, it was it, he was asystolic, and I was just um, giving him some some CPR." He's like, "Just got quick, pretend you're dead." Maybe there's a drug deal going That's what does down. It for him. Maybe the squirrel carries baggies everywhere, and it's like the deal was going down. It's like, "Quick, pretend you're dead." <laughs> The young man told the officers he was helping the squirrel because he'd believed it being hit with his car, d- despite attempting to swerve out of the way. However, lies, like not having it, lies. <laughs> however, the animal didn't appear to be run over by the car's tire. That is definitely like fake news. It's fake. <laughs> after a moment, one of the adv- officers advised the young man to sw- flip the squirrel over. Not long after, the cr- <laughs> the critter <laughs> be- began to stir. There he goes. The officer shouts as the squirrel darts away from the street. Immediately after the young man begins to celebrate, what he's been <laughs> immediately after the young man begins to celebrate and high fives both officers, we'll put you in for a life saving award. One of the officers says, "I think we, he, he should just like he should have a, a hashtag Me Too story. That squirrel has a tale to tell." <laughs> <laughs> the video advises to the public to bring any wounded wildlife to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Centre, where they can get over their traumatic experience. I mean, bless him, we've been a bit horrible, but bless him, if he was actually genuinely saving this squirrel, then that's, that's really sweet. Squirrels yeah. are just rats with nicer tails. They are actually vermin. <laughs> oh, that's a point. Is it a white squirrel, a grey squirrel, or a red squirrel? It didn't give me a description, unfortunately, Carol. Why did you Is there you no link to the video? The video is just a spinny circle because the internet is rubbish where we are recording. Okay, right. I want to hear about this Russian cat. There is a picture of the cat. <gasps> I can show you a picture of show the me, cat. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Oh, I don't it's, find cats cute. It's, a, it's, it's okay. Yeah, me. He looks horrible. It's, it's not a tabby, put it that way. I no. like, Callan, you're in he no position. He doesn't look very cuddly. Callan, you're in no position to be judging the looks of a cat, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> a court in the Siberian city of Barnall has cleared a cat of wrongdoing after its owners accused it of running up their electricity bill. Oh, for 
nonsense. What was it doing? <laughs> As part of the court case, the private homeowners explained their cat likes to walk in the attic in dangerous proximity to an electric meter that they eventually decided to move, the BGES utility company said in a statement. However, they said they were too late. The cat ended up ripping the seal from the top of the meter during his latest raid on the rooftop. The company cited the owners as seen. Local media identified the feline debtor as Vasya, a diminutive of the Russian name Vasily. <laughs> Sorry, the cat's called Vasily. <laughs> yeah, Vasya. Brilliant. Brilliant. A local wire man, Sergei Platonic. <laughs> I'm st- I have questions about this story now. Was, was he, going- he, so- he sounds like the um, the sort of eunuch best friend in a romantic comedy, Sergei Platonic. You is there any other way to say that name? It's it's Sergei Platonic. Yeah, he's Sergei, but it's Platonic. Was he? Was he? Was, sorry, he's a wire man. Yes. So was he going around to make sure there was no justice sticking out of buildings? <laughs> Local wireman, Sergei Platonic. Wireman? It's not even a job. I'm a wireman. Is it like an electrician in training? He's only got the wires down. He hasn't got anything else yet. Yes. Came to Vasya's defense in court saying the seal would have remained intact even if the cat had hung onto it with its claw. Maybe this is what happened to Callan's building. The Barnard judge sided with the utility company and absolved the cat, informing the homeowners they're responsible for the seal's safety by law. BGES said the debtors do not appeal to did not appeal to the ruling to pay off eighty thousand five hundred rubles, twelve hundred US dollars in outstanding debt and legal fees. Meanwhile, last week a beaver reportedly left hundreds of residents in the Altai region without electricity after gnawing on a tree that fell on a transmission line. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> legend! <laughs> what a joker! <laughs> oh, I get the last laugh here. <laughs> so that was the whole story. No. That darn cat. <laughs> that was a terrible film, that was. Didn't they remake that in the 90s? They did remake that in the 90s with Christina Ricci and an actor called Doug E. Dog. Doug E. Doug. Doug E. Dog. <laughs> Is that like Marky Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug E. Dog. Wasn't it Audrey Hepburn in the original version? Are you just thinking of the cat from Breakfast at Tiffany's? No, no, there was a film called That Darn Cat. It's a Disney movie. It was when Disney were doing a lot of live action stuff in the 50s. I mean, Audrey Hepburn kind of looks like a cat, but... No, she doesn't. What? <laughs> like, what kind she, of... You want to envision Audrey Hepburn as an animal? A cat? Just as I was... I'll, I'll look it up because I was... Audrey I was, Hepburn would be a fennec fox. I, I was Googling I, the further I, adventures yeah. of Sergei Platonic, but I'll do that darn cat. I, I, I would say she's like more... Please like hold, a, Cola. A, a little mouse in Chanel. <laughs> Please hold, as we wait for Keith to Google. Hayley Mills in one. Callan, stop playing mobile games. You're such a millennial. McDowell, Frank Gershon. No, there's no... Um... Why are, are you even playing Marvel Strike Force? <laughs> Can't even keep his attention for more than ten minutes. This is why they need hand-washing instructions. We're talking about serious weird news here. I mean, there's cats, the squirrels. What more can you want in life? That's why he's losing the pub quiz, because he ain't paying attention. It's Hayley Mills it's, uh-huh. uh, in it. Yeah, I think I think you. I, I'm with Phil that you were mistaking that for uh, the cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Me? No, me. Oh, but it wasn't. I'm sure she's been in something. So it else wasn't the cat. cat you thought it was. No. That that stunned us right yeah. to silence. That that news story literally stunned us to silence. I'm going to go and meet Mr. Sergei Platonic and ask about wires. 
Yeah. But okay. meet him like during the day and for coffee because <laughs> that's how he knows it's platonic <laughs> and not a date. Lee, you picked out some of the games that we have coming up soon. Yes, um, I've been looking through the uh, winter release schedule and I was surprised at how many more games are coming out than I expected. Yeah, um, so I thought it was like three. Yeah, I thought it was like, like the Black ones Ops, I could. Yeah, I could think of like yeah, like Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, obviously Red Dead Redemption. Um, I knew about Smash Brothers because I'm eagerly awaiting that one, and then I was just like, oh, that's probably it. And then just like I ended up with about thirteen on that list because <laughs> um, I'm, you know, it's things like I mean, I haven't really got much to talk about with Forza because. It's cars, whatever. Um, it's driving around a circuit. Well, it's actually it's, it's actually driving around Britain. Yeah. This one, it's basically so they've gone a bit like Test Drive Unlimited used to be. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like a big open world, and it's set in Britain, from what I know, and that's that's the extent of what I know. My boy actually picked this up. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he picked it up on, on early access. So for early access, you get a, a James Bond car pack. So you get like okay. a selection of the James Bond cars. Which ones? DB Five. Yeah, there's, a, there's the one from the Living Daylights, there's the Citroen 2CV, there's the Jaguar, there's the one that Dave Batista drives in uh, Spectre. Uh, the, you get the Jaguar one-off thing. Yeah, they, they never made it. And mm-hmm. you get the Lotus Esprit, which we tried out, because you can fit it out, so it's got its submarine kit, mm-hmm. but you can't drive it in water. What's the point? So <laughs> we, tried, we, tried to drive, we drove it into the middle of a lake and saw to see whether it would go underwater, but it didn't do it. And you get to dress up like James Bond and stuff. But it's, actually, I was quite impressed at how British it is. See, I used to have Burnout Paradise, the ultimate box, and they had like special cars, and they had a DeLorean ripoff in it, and that one actually floated. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, d- driving around England is quite impressive because it does it just like rain England. constantly. It basically goes: <laughs> it's winter, it's autumn, it's spring, it's summer, it's winter again. Uh, yeah. But it looks quite impressive. I think if you like, other old ladies crossing the road very there's slowly. There's very apparently there's region specific bird song. In it, <laughs> wow, which is quite cool. Wow, I'd like to know if they've got like procedure generated roadworks. Because that seems like if you're going to get the accurate British road experience, now the, the road, the uh, fuel price goes up as you drive yeah. like a penny a mile. Apparently, one of the things I do have in it is potholes. You get potholes in it. So the true to life so British road, really okay. true. Well, well, only... Will a lorry cut you up going around a miniature roundabout? Tractors, get tractors. We've only okay. driven around Scotland so far. We've only had it for a few days, but um, it's quite. I'm quite impressed with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like a driving game, it's kind of. Yeah. It is what it is. And it yeah. just looks it just looks pretty, which yeah. is quite nice. Um yeah, going back to the list that I've got, we've got we've got a new Fallout coming out. Obviously there's Black Ops, Battlefield, Assassin's so, Creed. Fallout seventy six. I have issues it's, with this yes, before I've, we go any further. Yes, yeah. What is the point of a multiplayer Fallout game? I'm not see, I've never really gotten into the Fallout games, but everything I've heard about seventy six makes me wonder. How is this appealing to anyone who's into Fallout? So I've not played the original two games, or mm-hmm. Fallout Tactics, but I have played three, New Vegas and four, which mm-hmm. is pretty much since Bethesda's taken over. Yes. And the whole point, it's an open world RPG game, very mm-hmm. similar to Skyrim, if you've ever played Skyrim, mm-hmm. but set in a post-nuclear world. Yeah. And it's not going to work with the multiplayer. I mean, yeah. stuff like as soon as you get power armor, how is that going to be fun for anybody else if you're walking around in a power armor suit with a laser rifle and somebody else has got like a BB gun mm-hmm. and a pair of underpants on? I think I've even heard that you can like, you can like nuke each other, and there's base building, and you can like destroy each other's bases and things like that. And I'm just like, for all the effort that you put into building stuff. So basically, just... somebody at Bethesda's went, "That Fortnite's really popular, isn't it?" <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, it is." It's, it's, what franchise have we got spare, guys? We haven't released anything for a while. 
Fallout's been quiet. Go on then, shove that out. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something that's affecting a lot of the games that you're probably going to mention on the release? That they're chasing the the, the Fortnite, PUBG yes. kind of um, battle royale type thing. Isn't literally everything got we got to squeeze a battle royale mode in it? Yeah, somehow? I think even Pretty Call much. of Duty is coming with a battle royale. Mode yeah, now, I think it? didn't it say didn't they say something about they've got rid of the campaign and it's just going to be a battle royale mode instead? Yeah, it's basically the new Black Ops game is completely multiplayer. I think yeah. I think they threw away the single player element of it, mm-hmm. which has been getting steadily shorter and shorter for every single Call of Duty I can remember since Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare is still like the pinnacle of Call of Duty games to me. It had a really good, strong gameplay, a lot of depth to it, really good single-player campaign, and mm-hmm. the multiplayer was like an additional bonus. Mm-hmm. And since they realised they can milk money out of people, I think they've pretty much killed it. Yeah, it's, uh, it seems to be uh, Activision's MO at the moment because last year was it World War Two last year I think yeah. it was. I know there was like, oh you haven't played this again. It was <laughs> World War One last year. World War and no that was Battlefield One One wasn't yeah. it yeah not Activision wasn't that last year really? oh no yeah I'm getting confused yeah. between my CODs and my CODs and you can't my get confused with your CODs in your Battlefield that's <laughs> like Nintendo oh, and no, Sega like, back in the day that's like FIFA and Pro Evo. Oh. <laughs> Hand in my gaming card, but yeah, with World War Two, they had the the loot boxes dropping on Omaha Beach oh. and all that stuff. So yeah, accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking of FIFA, I know it's been out recently. It's the only time anybody else at work surrounding me who's male bothers to talk about video games. That's <laughs> it seems to be there's people out there who buy consoles just to play FIFA. Oh yeah, for a year. But it's just the same game every year. Yeah. Sorry, but sometimes with better crowd animation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And better bugs. Yes, like a goalie's handle reach around his entire body to slap a ball. I don't want to see a goalie's handle That's... reach around. To be honest with <laughs> that you, is, that is the only thing that appeals to me about the FIFA games is just the glitches. Yeah, like, I could watch those glitch compilations for hours. I mean, this is probably going to turn into a rant about DLC as well. My nephew has already started buying the like packs for the ultimate team thing, where you can build your mm-hmm. own multiplayer team. These are like a tenner ago. And they've released the odds for that as well, and yeah. they are not—they are questionable. So I know it's already been banned in Belgium for that, yes. that entire loot box. And system. the Netherlands, I think, as well. Yeah, and it's, I think Canada's looking at it as well. Yeah, and I think there's like a couple of other European countries that. Are but getting yeah. rid of it. I remember when you bought a game, and it was a game, yeah. and then you bought something called an expansion pack. Yeah. Which was pretty much another game that you slapped on top of your first game. Yeah. You just thought EA would have learned. With the loot case stuff after the whole Farago around Star Wars last time, what Battlefront Two? Battlefront Two. Are you the only person left playing that? I think. Yeah. I, I, even I've stopped it. Now I'm playing Destiny, so I do. Mean, I really want to go back to it because they've, they've released some other kind of Clone Wars stuff. But Where did you get Destiny from again? Sorry, <laughs> I bought it from a computer exchange shop. Cool. Right, next game on your list. Uh, so we've got. Um, uh, there is. A, I didn't realize that Just Cause Four was coming out this year. Um, but the main reason I want to bring that up is just because of a moment at EGX, which came out after we'd recorded mm-hmm. the EGX special. I was waiting in the line for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and they were doing a presentation on Just Cause 4. And they had some guy come out on stage and was like trying to be a hype man for the game, get everyone all hyped up for it. And he was like, shout out to everyone in the Tomb Raider queue. Make some noise. Everyone was looking at their phone. No one was paying any attention to this guy on the stage. So it was just this stony silence. And eventually, like, as people realized what was going on, they were like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've seen so many cringe moments 
watching E3 live streams and things mm-hmm. like that, to be in the moment when one of those cringe <laughs> moments happened was just fantastic. <laughs> That's the main takeaway I have for Just Cause 4. <laughs> I, I not played 3, but I really liked Just Cause 2 because you could mm. basically just like strap stuff together with their infinitely long attaching cable. Mm-hmm. So you could do like stuff like strap two planes together and start flying one of them. Or strap an exploding rocket onto a person and watch them shoot up into the air. I did. I did play about an hour of Just Cause Three. Yeah, um, it seemed kind of fun. Just yeah. didn't get around to playing any more of it. No, it's a game where I think the entire campaign is just pointless. Because we've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, mm-hmm. which is, uh, the reviews have started to come out now, and apparently it's been called one of the best ones in the series for a while. Out of the hundred games of have uh, Yeah, I know. Well, like it's, it's been a while since there's been a good game in the Assassin's yeah. Creed series. Four. Or was probably the best game. Which one was that? The uh, Black one. Flag, the oh, yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Where yeah. you could like sing sea, sea shanties and stuff like that when mm-hmm. you on your ship. But I've heard with the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it's pretty much they wrote the lines for the female character and the male character is like just a clone of the female character if you don't want to play as the female character. Yeah, which is interesting considering they said that like female characters are too hard to make. Yes. He is back. And yeah, yeah it's, and then it's... they did Syndicate, which was a brilliant, it's probably a reasonably good game. Mm-hmm. You had Jacob and Evie Fry, and they both had mm-hmm. dis- different enough storylines to make it purposeful. I've yet to play that one, but yeah. And then you've got stuff like Mass Effect, which was again pretty much exactly the same mm-hmm. for both characters. I mean, I'd like to see some properly strong female-led games. I mean, the Arcus Path Gear VR game that we played at EGX that was quite an interesting one. From Rebellion, which is basically where it was all just head movements and mm-hmm. stuff like that. With that game, I've seen like a lot of people talking. Like one of the things I've noticed is they seem to be funny. You mentioned about Mass Effect because they seem to be putting elements of that into it, like a lot of dialogue yeah. choices and and even like relationships. I think you can actually like, romance people this time. So it's a bit more Dragon Agey kind of. Yeah, one. and and I, ha- I think I have seen some people complain about the fact that you can have like homosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's set in ancient Greece, the gayest of the history periods. So of yeah. course you can. Yeah, I mean they've always prided themselves of being diverse and mm-hmm. inclusive in mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed series. Mm-hmm. So nice, nice to hear about. Nice to see. I'm just wondering what the highest thing in Egypt you can jump off into a, b- a barrel of hay. Well, you can't really jump off the pyramid, can you? Because yeah, I mean, isn't that one of the things, the kind of leap of faith type thing? Isn't yeah, that, isn't that your kind of go-to move? In it's funny you should say that because in in this in this one, I have seen videos online of people climbing Greek statues, mostly just so they could hang off the penis. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there, and you can climb off. I assume you can jump off into a conveniently yeah. placed. Uh, well, truck wasn't of hay. Origins? Yeah, Origins was in Egypt as well. Yeah. Like, how, what what kind of tall buildings do Egyptians have in ancient Egypt? I mean, there's only so many times you can climb the Sphinx and hang yeah. off its nose. I was gonna say it's probably just the Sphinx, and then you can't jump off a pyramid. You can slide off one. Yeah. Next game along. Um. Okay. So I mean, we're starting into sort of. Slightly smaller games like we got Soul Calibur coming out. Um, that Starlink game that's coming out with the you know strap all the plastic tat to your controller and, and uh, the one that I in. played at Egypt and was kind of broken when I was <laughs> to play with it. That was yeah, that was probably the worst possible time for me to start playing it with one of the wings falling off. <laughs> but that's going to be custom for each console, so it's a bit like the mm. Soul Calibur game, so I think the Nintendo Switch version has an R-Wing. Yeah, well I yeah. started looking into this a little bit more, 
and it is really just mostly uh, it's the it's the uh, Nintendo one mm-hmm. that is getting the best of that kind of stuff because the other stuff's quite generic. There isn't yeah. really kind of like a console target thing. So you might thought there might have been like a Gears of War type or craft. Halo. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. They're not really. They're a bit more generic, and the characters are more generic. And it's only Nintendo that are getting Star Fox, uh, Fox McCloud, and um, and Arwing. So it seems a bit kind of it's it's skewed towards the Switch, but. I don't mind that so much actually because mm-hmm. it's kind of pr- probably quite good that Nintendo are getting a little bit of well, special treatment. It's about time Fox McCloud puts some bloody work in. <laughs> All he's done is Smash Brothers since yeah. GameCube era. No, well, there, was, there, was, there was the, the Star Fox Zero on the Wii U, which yeah. was terrible. He's got a pet dinosaur to look after. <laughs> what's uh, what's uh, Slippy Toad up to these days? <laughs> he's still around. He's cashing his pension in, probably. <laughs> Him and Falcon have started a tribute band. <laughs> Next game one. Um, uh, we've got. Um, I think the last thing we've got on here is um, probably the Spyro trilogy is coming out. Spyro remastered. Yeah, you know, I'm annoyed about this because like here was me thinking, super brilliant boyfriend, pre-order Laura a copy for her birthday. Gets delayed a couple of months. <laughs> <sighs> Stay. Yeah. How low? Right. I never had a PlayStation growing up. <laughs> so Spyro <laughs> means nothing. Everybody to laugh me. at Ryan. <laughs> Spyro means nothing to me. I was. I was a proper Nintendo boy so mm-hmm. my, my console journey was always through Nintendo but explain Spyro to me it's a little dragon isn't it but yeah pretty much it's um, it's sort of it's a 3D platformer you've got this dragon runs around you can breathe fire you can charge around uh, you have to free other dragons uh, who have been sealed away and occasionally like chase down these thieves with who have stolen dragon eggs as well um, and get back all the Dragon treasures. So it's basically Sonic, but with dragons. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, I met him at EGS. <laughs> you were you were embarrassed to go and speak to him about to push you into it. <laughs> he was really warm. I mean, like it felt nice because I thought our oh, spire was warm. It's probably because the man was a bit sweaty, though. To be <laughs> fair, but I saw him um, proposing to someone. She turned him down as well. Oh! <laughs> I have it on video, in fact. <laughs> Sorry, Crash Bandicoot's better. Just turn him away. Talking of proposals, obviously we've, a lot of us played the new Spider-Man games. Did you hear about the proposal that was oh, in the game? Because I found God, that yes. in the game. Yeah. Even though, yeah, someone someone requested they put a proposal to his girlfriend in the mm-hmm. game. By the time the game had come out, they'd broken up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, was, it was a bad idea. Was there was, there, I think she cheated on him or something, maybe. There were well. reports that she had left him for his brother. Yes. I was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, so, but you have to be a really bad brother to take someone's. Mm. Anyway, I don't. I don't think that was true, but that's how it was initially reported. But right. yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't mention my favourite game release that we've got coming soon. Okay, Luigi's Mansion. Three. I don't is it think three that's. Or two? Is that that's next year? I think it's it? a re-release. No, it is oh, the first, the the, no, the, the Luigi's Mansion 3DS. Well, you were release, about four yeah. when the first version yeah, came that, out. So I think it's probably about the right age for. I, I largely skipped over a lot of the sort of <laughs> remaster stuff. I think I left, I kept Spyro on because it is like a full remake kind of thing. But um, I didn't sort of put like things like Luigi's Mansion because it's pretty much just a port. Can I just ask Lee, what's your pick? Out of that list, what do you think is the worst? Because I mean, games now are quite right. expensive, and I haven't got an awful lot of time to play them. So, what would you say is worth I've, stumping the money up for? We missed the elephant in the room, which is mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption yeah. Two, which will be in the top one charts for about six hundred years. We'll get to that game, I reckon. Later mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a hundred gig install file apparently oh, wow. on PC. Oh, wow. I looked at it and I looked at my poor little hard drive, <laughs> which is already overloaded, and I went, 
how am I going to make space for this? 100 gigs? You know, you get rid of, Ryan. Well, imagine if you're downloading that on Steam. How long is that going to take on a UK internet connection? Yeah, I, I think that's something I'm probably... I might play... I still haven't really played the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it just takes up a lot of time. So yeah, I'm I'm sto- I like story-driven games, but ones that don't take like billions of years to play. I'm just hoping they're not going to turn it into another version of GTA Online. Where like mm-hmm. you can't you can't put this horse in your stable because you haven't purchased it for this back. Mm-hmm. I think um, I haven't actually played the very first uh, Red Dead Redemption. I think because it came out sort of just after GTA Four, and that because that disappointed me so much. I was just like, I'm never buying a Rockstar game <laughs> ever again. So that came well, out, and I'm I'm also not particularly into Western stuff. No, so I mean. The original one came out on the original Xbox, I believe, at the same time as Gun, which was Red Dead Revolver, mm-hmm. going back in time quite uh-huh. a far before Rockstar bought it. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Revolver. As yeah. the wannabe cowboy in the room, I, I'm very much looking You're just going to be sat there with Jose Gonzalez playing, wearing your cowboy I boots. don't listen to that music. <laughs> what do you take me for? Lee, what was your recommendation that we've got on Tangent? Um I mean, it sort of depends on what, um, what, re- what your into really I think I mean for me it is Smash Brothers but that's just because it's me um, but um, I probably would say the big one is Red Dead Redemption um, or probably Assassin's Creed those would probably be the big ones Keith's had a thought Keith's had a thought he's had some content Keith's had a thought <laughs> is he very happy with himself there didn't he he was bouncing like a little puppy ah oh, it's lovely it's cool. the first time I've done an eye then Probably Shay last. Yeah, I was going to say Shay will be the last as well. Keith, you've come up with a feature idea. Do you want to explain all about it to us? Yeah, I've had I've had an idea because we talk a lot about films, films across our various kind of shows that we've done over the past couple of years. So what I wanted to do is get us to start thinking about our favourite examples of films for specific, specific themes. Pacific themes. Pacific themes. Yeah. <laughs> HMS Pinafore. Yeah, maybe we'll have uh, maybe we'll have a category that is ships and your favourite film example of ships. So what I've done is I've called it film fight. So what we're going to do is each week, the week before, we're going to p- pick a category, mm-hmm. and then what each member of the team needs to do is to spend a week thinking about their favourite example of that particular thing. So it has to be the best version of so it. So it's in their, their favourite version of, of that that exemplifies that yeah. theme in their heads. So for example, and we may do it in a in a future show, say the theme was booze. Booze. Or drink. Ah. So <laughs> I thought just have, people going boo boo I, I was thinking of the booze so from Mario. <laughs> you might have um uh Nicolas Cage film. Can you remember the name? Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Or you might have The Big Lebowski. Or you might have uh, the Angels film in Scotland when they have about Angels bit. I can't remember the name of the title of the film. But films with booze in. Favourite example of a film with booze in it. <laughs> what, at any point during the movie? But it's got to be central to the theme of the movie. It's got to be the best example of oh, a film the with so like, Yeah, so like... Oh, um, like The Shining. of Hazard. Yeah. Something with booze. Yeah. So it's got to be so it's kind of got to be central to the the, the core of the, the of the film. So what categories are we judging this on? So well, what we'll do is you've just got to make you've got a, a, a one ninety second window mm-hmm. to kind of say what film is your chosen. So it's an elevator pitch, basically. Yeah, and then what we'll do is we'll put put it out each week as a uh, listener vote of which one people think is the best example of that 
theme. So we've got a particular date coming up at the end of the month, October 31st. Everybody <laughs> knows it as the end of October, uh, but also <laughs> Halloween. All Hallows Eve, if you're going All with the proper Eve. British pronunciation. Yeah. Devil's um, Night. Which yeah. isn't being represented well enough in shops for my liking at the moment. There's far too much Christmas tap and not enough Halloween tap. Don't say that C word until <laughs> November the 6th. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want people to think about over the next week is uh, your favourite example of a horror film. So this can come from any period across the filmic history, but you've got to make a, a, a good, strong case for why your film is the best example of horror. But isn't this going to upset people when we become iconoclastic about people's uh, other people's uh, thoughts and feelings? You can be as iconoclastic as you wish, or you can just pick some trash that you think is good. So how do we decide on who's actually the winner then? It will go to a public vote. So we won't decide. So Twitter poll. We're just going to put a Twitter mm-hmm. poll or a Facebook poll. We'll go out to battle it out. So we've got to make it. We've got to make our best pitch of why our film should be picked as the best example of that sh- that particular theme or genre. So you've got a week to think about it, but you've got to back up your argument. You can't so just go, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So my favourite horror films is Shining because, like, uh, it is. It's like, why is it the best example of horror? Damn, that's what I was like. What happens if people pick the same thing though? Then you're fired. Simple as. But no choice about get out. Simple as. No longer wanted because that means that you're a sheep. Hopefully, I think. That's your question, Callan. <laughs> you won't. But if it, if you do, then that that film will just go in as one. Okay. Choice. I don't want to share things with Callan. So we, do, do we need to have a backup choice then, in case it's picked? No, no I, think, might, I think we'll go. If if two people do it, then we'll see what they each say about it. Top trumps. Woo. We're about to play a round of top trumps. Woo. Which edition is it, Ryan? We have a choice. So I'm going to let this out to the team and we can vote. We either have Top Trump Specials, Bratz, Passion for Fashion. Yeah. Or Top Trump's Juniors, Power Rangers SPD. Bratz. 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 Are you going to make it unanimous? Keith? No, I'm not going for Bratz. <laughs> I would you, like to go for Power Rangers. Do please. you remember when Bratz were this like phenomenon? It was around the time when my nieces were that sort of age where they were into that. And I was just like, why? It, it was... Ugh. It's like this weirdly like... They look like... Hyper-feminized tweens. And it's just so creepy. You know what they remind me of? <laughs> The singer from the Muppets band, the female singer. <laughs> oh, God, what's Ooh. her name? Yes. Flo. Yes. I think it's Flo. Yes, because yeah. all she's eyelashes and lips, which yeah. is what these look like. Yeah. So, usual... with tiny, wow. tiny waists as well. Like right. It's like Mean Girls. All right. Phil, do you want to introduce Lee to the world of Top Trumps and how we play it on this station? Yeah, because I'm completely confused what's going on right now. Um, I mean, have you ever played Top Trumps before, Lee? No. Not at all? Oh, oh, wow, okay, okay. Um, So basically, it's a very simple concept. Cool. (laughs) This this team is not uh, capable of of playing complex games. Um, So basically, um, a Top Trumps card will have different categories. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, then you just basically go around and, and try and get the highest score in a particular category. And that is literally the entire yeah. premise of the game. Lee, you may remember when Top Trumps had actual facts like the weight of a car or the length of the car mm. or the top speed of an aeroplane. 
you'll find now that these categories are just arbitrarily made up for things <laughs> yeah. that they're un- immeasurable. Yeah. Right, Lee, you can pick the first category then. So okay. explain the card, tell us the description, and then pick the category. Say the name of your character. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going with Jade. What, the- what version of Jade is it? It says they have different versions on these cards. Should say, what? It should say above the name in Just weird diamonds. Word. Diamonds. Yeah. Yes. With a Z. Important. Um, she's the ultimate fashionista, always scoping out the coolest shops for the hippest new styles and totally glamming it up. Apparently. Um, and so I just kind of give a category to Yes, and, and then just tell the school. Okay. I'm going to go with fashion passion. And, and Which was... is thirty nine. Phil, I have a topical one for you guys. <laughs> There's one. I mean, whoever wrote these cards is a bit of a clever. Is way. it a me too? Version? No, <laughs> I have. A, I have a, a, a princess Megan. Uh. Uh, Megan is a M E Y G A N, which is like the most Caucasian way of spelling that name. <laughs> Megan is a modern day princess who is always on the hunt for new adventures, whether it's traveling to a new land or trying something new at home. I mean, <laughs> I, I just remembered I can't say what I was about to say. Okay, um, and uh, she has a, a fashion passion rating of eighty five. Wow. Why have they all got like? Fat lips. I'm gonna say they all look like they've all got a fat lips. They all look like <laughs> it's targeted oh. at like preteen girls. It's disgusting. Thank you, there with Callum with the bleep button. <laughs> Keith. Okay, I have got fashion for uh, passion for fashion. Fianna. <laughs> Fianna. Fianna. That's what it says. Uh, fragrance is my name. All my friends call me because I'm as lovely as I smell. What? I bet she. St- I bet she. <laughs> That's not parts. English. I bet she stinks. Um, but she has a fashion passion of 96. Wow. Wow. Guy. Oh, he's, he's out on me, so I'm going to burn a card. I've got diamonds, Chloe. <laughs> known to known as Angel to her friends. Well, your name's Chloe. It's not Angel, is it? So what's going on there? These are all stripper names. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of a pub in, like, Walford. <laughs> all these girls. <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> Chloe. Uh, fashion passion. 44. Callum, uh, I'm gonna have to burn one. I've got Kate, Katia, 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 Fine. Katia, Genie Magic, <laughs> Magical Katie, Katia, loves luxurious Bohemian styles in rich colours and exotic fabrics. Sounds like I'm in then. <laughs> That's why she always fashion, looks passion. spellbinding. Fashion, passion, fifty-four. I've also got uh, Forever Diamonds. I've got. Yasmin. The pretty princess is fashion royalty. She has a flair for blending different styles with a graceful glam look. Is she like a Mitchell cousin? <laughs> She's forever diamonds, mate. Spirit. She's fashion passion of 40. Imagine that brat with Steve McFadden. Keith, you won that one. A you nice win there. The next one. Okay, I'm going to pick my next category, which is on ice. And it's May Lynn. May Lin loves pairing floaty fabrics in pretty pastels with a little sparkle. This sweetie knows how to make it shine. She has got style and sophistication of 20. So we're we all going to do this in market trade voice for the rest of the time. <laughs> Lee, start us off there, mate. Okay, it's... Uh, I've got Kumi Sweets. 
Uh, Sweets. Sweet lady. She Sweet. loves the camera. She takes it everywhere. She captures the memories and the awesome new fashion ideas. And it was style and sophistication of eight. Phil, come on. I've, I've got Vanessa. Vanessa? With, Vanessa with an I. Vanessa? Van- Vanessa's a total softie and she loves hanging out with a big group of friends. This friendly girl's almost never alone. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a style and sophistication of 17. Which is nice. her mental age. <laughs> Goy. I can't do an accent, so I'm not even going to bother. Come on, Goy. Uh, I've got a uh, Bowman City University student, Callan Dates. <laughs> and uh, Stone Sophistication is 15. I actually had Yasmin, Genie Magic. Ken. Right. I've got a Sheridan. What? <laughs> Sharon? Sweet, was that his East End accent? That sounded like oh, you were saying Sharon, but tripping over your own voice. <laughs> I can't do accents. Right, so I've got. <laughs> Just do it in your normal. No, no, make him do it. Make him do it. <laughs> Go on. Who's she got there, Kat? Come on. Come on, matey. Apples and pears. Up the stairs. Come on. Today on the bingo with Ryan Parrish. <laughs> Sheridan's a little shark. Jethro. Until you do it, we're not leaving this room tonight. What's, we've got what's all a cockney accent? Night, Callan, we've got all night. Did what's, you just really say what's a cockney accent? What's the category? I forgot the category. Style and sophistication. Style and sophistication. I've got Sheridan style and sophistication. That's not cockney. Nine. Nine. Was that? Nine. 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 I'm going to go Sorry, with. Sorry, he's sounding German then. <laughs> Nine. 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 I'm going to go with Yashmin on ice. Yasmin loves to chill by watching romantic comedies with her best friends or curling up with the latest chiclet. As long as they have a happy ending. What? A happy ending. Wait. Style and sophistication of 19. It's two rounds to me. That's great. Love it. When you said chiclet, I thought you were talking about something you'd get from Iceland. I feel, I feel like by the end of this, we all should break into a cause of snooker right. Okay. I don't think I'm going to win this last round, but uh, I've got Maribel on ice. She's into hot salsa. Say Maribel music. on ice. Sounds like you've just iced her out the back in the van, <laughs> mate. She's into hot salsa music. Uh, but super styling, super styling skater Maribel is really cool, especially when she's on the ice. Well, I'm going to go for a street style of 13. Lee? i got Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Um... She's just as comfortable dancing at the hottest clubs as she is pitching a tent in the woods. Oh. <laughs> Street What's style it? of 24. Ooh. I feel like whoever wrote the copy for this card is on a sex offender register. <laughs> Go on, Phil. It's your last card. I've got Dana. Dana? Stepping You're doing out. a high school girl voice. No, no, no I'm, 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 doing like, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing like an Essex girl. <laughs> Stepping out in fancy footwear is Dana's thing. That's why she's known as Sugar Shoes. Her, her dream is to open the first shoe shop in space. <laughs> she's going to be in Love Island next series. <laughs> and what, what was the category? Street style. Street, style. street style is 12. Oh. Goy. Okay, like, so I totally got Yasmin. Heads are turning fashion for her passion, and the spotlight is totally on Yasmin. <laughs> the street style is like a totally fetched 21. <laughs> Callum <laughs> Hi <laughs> Oh 
I think we've killed Phil. <laughs> I have Jade. Um, <laughs> oh my god, who, who, who rang me at the station? <laughs> he sounded like a nan coming up to <laughs> Guys, it's time for tea. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jade. I'm 21. <laughs> Jade is all about style. Oh my god! Please, this is a catfish voice. It's a catfish voice. Are you going to be on the next series of The Circle? <laughs> Whether it's the fabulous foreign film she loves to watch, the fashion mag <laughs> she loves to read, or the cool-looking sushi she loves to eat. <laughs> She has a street style of 13. I don't know whether that was like like what whether that was like like a number we picked up in a London phone booth or whether it was my nan. I like I'm so confused right now. To finish this round off, I've got Sasha again with the genie magic. Alluring Sasha loves to dazzle on the dance floor, jam into her favorite hip hop tunes. Which jam it. <laughs> street style of 13. So Lee wins there, yep. 23. Two to me, one to Lee. That did sound like we were just doing like Miss World from 1973, though, introducing all of those ladies. Shall we go through the last few cards? Oh, God, I wish we'd done Power Rangers now, though. <laughs> <laughs> we got Princess Sasha. Sasha's not afraid of confrontation. She knows what she is, what she wants, and how to get it. That's like a real housewife tagline. I feel, I feel like that's your spirit animal, Phil. <laughs> that's why I came here to fight. That's why her friends know she always has their backs. We got Princess Jade. Jade scopes out the latest fashion mags. Mags. The trendiest boutiques and the coolest thrift stores to put together a completely unique and totally hip outfit. Guy, your spirit animal then? I mean, I wouldn't wear that though. She looked Oh, no, that's not that's not a good. Too well dressed for guy. I've got sweets Sierna, so it's Sienna with an extra R shoved into it. What? Right. Uh, Sierna is totally sporty, but even though she's like always busy, she never loses her cool. <laughs> We've got genie magic Chloe. Enchanting Chloe is always into something new, and something in her <laughs> imagination runs away with her. That's why her friends have to help her stay grounded. And then we've got sweets Yasmin. Yasmin's totally open-minded and always up for alternative trends in fashion, fitness, and beauty. And to finish this off, Sweets Chloe. Chloe loves her artistic flair to create cool new cosmetic looks and design fantastic fashions. I love to keep you lining these up like they're potential wives or something. <laughs> the oh, sorry, no, we have two more. Oh. We have Passion for Fashion Chloe. Outgoing Chloe loves taking centre stage to show off her star quality. Well. Wow. Oh, I've never heard of her. And Sasha, fashion for fashion. My style comes from the street, old school and new funk. That's why my friends call me Bunny Boo. What? <laughs> what, is that her gang name? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so, like cultural appropriation. <laughs> Just saying. I... I... I, I wish I'd never bought these into my lives. <laughs> I just want to send all of these girls a copy of like Gloria Stein or something. You know, just, like, just, like, just like discover feminism, please. <laughs> but it's not too late. <laughs> it is time for your week in geek and what's going on in the local area. So geeky going on, we pick some of our favourite comics, podcasts, video games of the week, and some events that are going on soon. So to start us off, Keith. Your comic of the week. Six million five hundred and forty-seven kids walk into a bank. No. 
It's not that. Uh, I've gone for a couple of uh, new number ones uh, that are coming out this week. Um, one of particular interest to me because I'm a big fan of the kind of overarching series. So this is coming from Dynamite Comics, who uh, people might not know, as well as kind of the images and the Marvels and whatever. But they've been doing a kind of a lot of um, kind of classic characters at the moment. So they've been doing Red Sonja and Vampirella and Elvira and all that kind of stuff, which is quite good. Uh, and they're bringing Mars Attacks to their uh, publishing house uh, for the first time. Uh, it's written by Carl, Kyle Starks with art by Chris Schweitzer. Is this um, the first time it's been in comic book form? It no, it's been in comic book cards. forms. Uh, it's been in comics quite a few times oh. over various uh, different publishers. Um, so it's been it's been kind of mini-series and they've done some crossovers before. Um, but this is the first time it's coming through um, Dynamite. Uh, they've got Tom Mandrake doing the main cover. There's lots of various um, artists doing variant covers for it there's probably about six or seven um but that's pretty good you know you can never go wrong with uh crazy ak ak aliens um blasting stuff up um, but the other book of note for this week is um you might remember a few weeks ago we had the one-off sandman universe mm-hmm. book which is kind of reintroducing the characters from um neil gaiman's sandman universe uh, i've been particularly liking the dreaming uh, which are kind of a couple of issues on to now. Um, but they're bring, bringing one of the big breakout characters from that story, um, which is um, Tim Hunter, who uh, is an English schoolboy who is kind of like the next big magic thing. Mm-hmm. He's had a series before, um, but he's got a, a new series coming out um, this week, uh, written by uh, Cat Howard with art by Tom Fowler. Uh, and it's basically... Um, I shall read you the blurb from the publisher's website, which says, From the Sandman Universe number one, it's the return of Neil Gaiman's magical morality, morality fable, fable in the all-new series written by Cat Howard and drawn by Tom Fowler. Timothy Hunter may be destined to become the most powerful music, mu- musician, magician in the universe, but he's still a London teenager, and having magical abilities complicates things more than it helps. Please um, tell me he is a magician-musician. And that you no. didn't say that by mistake. I made it by oh, mistake. He does look a little bit like Harry Potter, strangely, if you have a look at at him. But I think he predates Harry Potter, possibly. People can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Tim Hunter does predate Harry Potter by a, by a couple of years. Um, but this Neil Gaiman um, Sandman Universe books that have been coming out recently are pretty good. So uh, if you haven't tried it already, give Books and Magic a try this week. Cool. Mr. Ellis, podcast half the week. Can we kill that? I don't know. No. Nope. It's, it's starting to sound like Caladines more and more. So uh, this week's recommendation is for when you have finally gone back and listened to the entire back catalogue of Geeky Brummy and you just want a bit more geeky goodness in your life, I'm going to be a good ally to our, you know, our podcast brethren. So I'm going to go with The Weekly Planet, which is the first and worst podcast on the Planet Broadcasting Network. The Weekly Planet covers all things movies, TV shows, and comics. Sounds cool. Check that out. Lee, game of the week. Well, I mean, the big game this week is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. But because I want to give some focus to stuff that isn't the biggest game of the year... um, I had a look what else was out there and it looks like everyone's kind of avoiding that week just because they don't want to compete with Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. But I did notice that the re-release of Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood is coming out for the PS4 this week. And I am very pleased with that one because Castlevania isn't a series I've played much of, but I have played Symphony of the Night and it is a classic game. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, having the opportunity to 
play it on a modern system is uh, very exciting. It's a bit odd that it's only PS4. But, yeah. Um, Sony are doing quite a lot of that at the minute with exclusives. Yeah, I think with that it's just a case of... Because I think it got re-released for the PSP and I think mm-hmm. it's just like they're just porting that over in the way that they did Loco Roco and yeah. Patapon and that sort of thing. So I think it's just that's why... And I think if they were to put it on other systems, they needed to actually put some work in. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, probably my recommendation. Cool. Just because Symphony of the Night is fantastic. So and if you're not on a horse in yes, Mexico yeah, or Texas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> check out Castlevania. Cool. Cool. All right, I have one thing for the local area this week because it is a big one. On at the Mac Birmingham from Saturday the 27th to Tuesday the 30th of October. One for half term, though not strictly limited for kids. It is Little Geeks at the Mac. So this is a large event, which will be basically loads of video games, fun stuff to do, a tech hub, uh, Raspberry Pi, building a Raspberry Pi weather station, loads of fun kit things for the kids for the half term week. So go down, check it out. We video games to play, including Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, Doom, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario Kart, uh, drone demos, Dead Pixels will be in attendance, so... Check it out. Sounds really cool. I like the way you went, it's for kids, and then threw Doom in there in the middle of it. It's for little kids and big kids alike. <laughs> lots, of, lots of Callan Danes to do this, this half term. Yes. Have they got a uh, farming simulator? No. Oh, they could be- build your own robotic tractor. That'd yeah. be good. See if you can plough a field. Yes. My little combine harvester. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Geeky Brummy podcast this week. Lee, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at the cheap ferret. And you can find me on YouTube very soon at Bob the Pet Ferret as well. We've already been through this film. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, that's the first time I've heard that, and I just it that tickles me. <laughs> that's the intended effect. <laughs> Phil, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L, Ellis with two. Look for the man with the black hat and the blue tick. Oh. Look, look for the profile with the poser pictures. <laughs> Yeah, look for the fire. Look for Winona Ryder, circa 1983. Yeah, like that's exactly what I was going for. (laughs) Keith, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at hardluck underscore hotel, and then everywhere else without the underscore. Guy, can't be bothered. Don't follow me. Final guy H. He puts up plastic discs and expects you to worship him. (laughs) Callum. No, no, I don't want your six-hour musical intro. Just give us the name. <laughs> D-A-Y-N-E-S, radio, all one word. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Find my website. Add me on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it in case anybody wants so it. So Generation Z. Sna- yeah, snap me. Like, yeah, send nudes. Visit yeah. my website. <laughs> Callan's only fan page. <laughs> You can find me um, making unfunny wet- jokes and leaving awkward silences. You can find mine. Wet any hands with water, applying enough soap to cover all hand surfaces, rubbing palms to palm to palm, rub back of each hands with palms so fingers are interlaced, rubbing palm to palm with fingers interlaced, rubbing the back of fingers with opposing, <laughs> opposing fingers interlaced, rubbing each from clasped and opposing hand in rotational motion, rub tips and fingers of opposite forms, palms in a circular motion, rubbing each wrist with each hand, rinsing hand with waters and using the drying facilities provided! That's that's quite erotic, isn't it? When you read it that way, rubbing hands, palm to palm. Ooh, it sounds a bit uh, saucy. 
That is not the Emmanuel I would have expected. You can find me at Ryan Parish for the personal Twitter, at Bromley Gourmand, and I'll be doing some more food stuff soon. And you can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter. That sounded dodgy. I'm doing some more food stuff soon if you're into that sort of thing. I'll be sitting on some cakes on YouTube. <laughs> That's a film fight category, isn't it? If your you favorite, like what is your favourite sploshing film? <laughs> oh, nine and a half weeks. If you like American Don't Pie. Google that here. <laughs> Who's been on this computer? Beethoven second and then sploshing. What's going on? <laughs> Who's been and reading this saucy <laughs> hand-washing uh, paraphernalia? And you can find us all at Geeky Brummy. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and at geekybrummy.com. For now, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Cheerio. Please maintain good basic hygiene by washing your hands frequently. Step one. Wet hands with water. Step two. Apply enough soap to cover all hand surfaces. Step three. Rub hands palm to palm. Step four. Rub back of each hand with palm of each other hand with fingers interlaced. Step five. Rub palm to palm with fingers interlaced. Step six. Rub with back of fingers to opposing palms with fingers interlocked. Step seven, rub each thumb clasped in the opposite hand using a rotational movement. Step eight, rub tips of fingers in opposite palms in a circular motion. Step nine, rub each wrist with the opposite hand. Step 10, rinse hands with water. Step 11, use the drying facilities provided. Thank you for maintaining good basic hygiene by washing your hands.